Welcome back, family. This is another uh, podcast episode from God Family Works. Uh, my name is Calvin, and I'm here along with my wife, Tiffany. Uh, and we have produced this podcast uh, based on faith and family, hopefully to get anyone, any family through any trouble or trying times that they may have. Uh, we will just want to share a little bit of wisdom with you all uh, with this podcast. Uh, today's episode is kind of a bonus uh, from our last episode when we talked about the second rule of sustaining a happy marriage during a crisis and we talked about communication. So today we want to give you some bonus coverage, some bonus footage on ways that you actually uh, can overcome any barriers that you may have in effectively communicating with your spouse. Um, believe it or not, communication besides finance is probably the number one driver in divorce. Um, because when the person feels like that they just can't talk to their spouse or it ain't getting through to them or it's not going to get anywhere, they become eerily frustrated. Uh, and sometimes that gives them to want to just give up on their marriage or give up on anything that they're trying to pursue with their spouse. So um, I wanted to come today along with my wife to just talk about a couple things that could hinder us from having effective communication. So I'll start off with husbands. The first thing I'll, I'll bring up um, is men. Sometimes our tone of voice and body language could hinder us from effectively communicating with our spouse. Now, sometimes, you know, our, our tone of voice and body language is not meant to come across or to be um, at a level that it is so demonstrative that it kind of shuts the our wives down. But there are instances where our tone of voice and body language could really, really uh, cause a disruptive in us being able to effectively communicate with our spouse. You know, Proverbs 15 and 1 says that a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. So the way we communicate to our wives it's very critical on us getting our message across. You know, if we uh, come with gentleness, then we're able to get our wives to hear clearly and to listen and to really take in what it is that we're saying. But when we speak with harsh words, guess what? Tempers flare, attitudes come. You know, you have some wives who come from a background where, you know, they've been traumatized where they've seen mom or, or they've seen dad verbally abuse mom and so immediately they shut down because it triggers in them no I'm not gonna this is not how you're gonna talk to me or this is not how I'm going to be treated so we have to really be able to uh, watch how we communicate to each other or when we husbands communicating to your wives you need to do it gently now doing it gently does not depict your manhood you know, when your wife knows that you're the head and she respects you as a man and she knows that you are 100% man, then she has no shadow of a doubt to be able to question your manhood when you're speaking gently. So that's one of the ways that husbands, um, or that's one of the hindrance that can kind of get in the way of husbands being able to effectively communicate to their wives. Babe, what's one for wives? Um, one for wives, I would suggest wrong timing. Okay, wrong timing. Yeah. Wrong timing can trigger something within your spouse. If you are trying to come to them and talk to them in a way um, 
for an example, if they are just entering into the door from work and you have not given them a moment or a time to wind down, um, it can trigger something within that spouse where that spouse probably had a very bad day that day and they're walking through the door and you're coming up to them, hey babe, you know, um, the washer needs to be fixed and we need this or, you know, I need you to do this or why haven't you done this? And you're coming at them in a certain type of way, they may not be ready for it. They may need time to wind down or maybe you're trying to talk to them um, um, for wives during the game. You know, some oh, husbands yeah. <laughs> love to oh, yeah. hone in on sports and they want to watch the game in, you know, quietude, yeah. if that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and they are not really going to hear you, but wives may come to them in that way of, I really need to discuss something very serious with you. So we know that there is a time and a place for certain things. Even the book of Ecclesiastics talks about that, you know, it's a time to be silent. It's a time to speak. And that is so very important. So when you understand or when you are on that wavelength with your spouse, you can figure out and, um, and see when is the right time to bring them something, to mm -hmm. talk with them. And those times when it's not good to talk to them about mm -hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. And even with that, as you, you were talking about wrong timing, um, I was thinking about too in Ecclesiastic uh, where it said there's a time to tear and a time to mend um, because in timings, if there's wrong time to speak, it can tear down your relationship. Yeah. It can, it can cause stifleness in your marriage. Um, but then there's also a time to mend. When there's the right time to talk, it can mend you too closer. It could mend you back together. It can it could breathe the level of intimacy that needs to happen within your marriage. Um, another one is um, not being specific. You know, that's another hindrance that can cause spouses to not have effective communication when you're not specific enough. Uh, we talked about it in our last episode of when you're not verbalizing your needs. I'm the type of individual that even though I'm a natural problem solver, if you don't tell me exactly it is that you want, then there's nine out of 10 times that you're not gonna get exactly what you need <laughs> because I leave no room for assumption because mm. assumption is a deadly place. When you assume what the other spouse needs, you will, be a, you will have um, what I like to call borderline outcomes, whether borderline is gonna be the best thing for y'all or borderline is gonna be the worst thing for y'all. There is no in-between. It's either good or bad It's going to come out of when you, when you leave room for me to assume what you need. Mm, and speaking of assuming, there are times where we can judge each other before the appointed time. Yeah. Um, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 tells us to do not judge nothing before the appointed time. We can translate that scripture into our marriage where we need to allow things to take its course and allow things to take its uh, proper place. Um, for an example, um, what if um, a spouse probably witnessed something that their spouse has done or maybe they didn't actually see what they saw, if that really makes sense. Um, what if you are assuming something yeah. um, and then 
as you assume you are coming at your spouse um, mad angry or maybe you're saying words out of your mouth that you really don't mean but you're speaking out of your flesh yeah. meaning you're speaking out of your emotions mm -hmm. compared to having the full story of something mm -hmm. or just allowing something to take its course and play itself out so one of the things to remember is to do not judge your spouse before its proper time yeah. Especially including with their actions, because you might not have the whole story. Yeah. Yep. And um, that that leads into another one is that you you should pray before talking. Mm -hmm. Pray before talking. You know, Proverbs 19 says truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. When you pray before you speak you'll be more confident or feel more better to go ahead and express yourself truthfully, mm -hmm. to give the honest feedback to your spouse rather than feeding them lies that will soon be exposed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because if I come into a conversation knowing that what I'm about to say is going to hurt you, then soon it's going to expose me of the number one, the lie that I just made or not being truthfully honest with you. And then it'll come back to hurt us in the, in the long run of our union and our effective communicate of trying to effective communicate. Mm. So it's better to go ahead and be truthful right up front than to withhold information because of the feelings of the spouse. But the only way you will overcome the feelings of a spouse is if you pray before you talk. Mm. So pray before talking, pray before having the conversation based on the topic that is being discussed is important in order to have honesty, truthfulness, uh, and a level of uh, complete, completeness within the individuals having the conversation. And um, to add to that, um, prayer. Prayer actually slows down your emotions, if you really think about it, because you can pray um, or going to prayer about what you are getting ready to say to your spouse, it slows the process down. It slows your way of thinking down. So therefore you can make sure you are on one accord with the Holy Spirit before you come to your spouse and talk to them. Maybe you need to adjust in a way of um, trying to check your own emotions. So therefore your tongue is uh, tamed before you come to them and speak to them. Um, I know that the book of James also discusses um, about uh, being quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm -hmm. So therefore we can be slow to anger. Mm -hmm. So prayer is a really good thing. And also um, a hindrance um, that we need to deal with and that is being impatient as well. We can be very impatient with how we um, communicate with our spouse um, because they have said something wrong, they yeah. have done something wrong, so we're very impatient with holding in our emotions. So therefore we can uh, make sure it's lining up with uh, speaking with the fruit of love yeah. to our individual, to our spouse mm -hmm. so therefore they can hear mm -hmm. what we have to say yeah. and that we are not making judgments against them. Yeah. All right. So therefore, again, we can be that safe place for them. Yeah. Which, you know, you spoke on love and that's uh, the, the next point. And the last point, I think the critical, most key point 
of it all is to speak in love. Mm -hmm. We talked about it in our last episode about that, but in order to speak in love, um, in order, and in order to hear clearly on what your spouse is saying, you have to have the fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. because ultimately the, what this fruits of the spirit teaches you is it teaches, teaches you all the key attributes on how to communicate, but not only communicate how to handle your spouse, right? Cause the fruit of the spirit gives you love. It gives you joy. It gives you peace gives you patience, gives you kindness. Galatians, excuse me, five is where that's found. Uh, gives you goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It gives you everything you need in order to handle the spouse or each other's conversation or time or just being as a whole. And when you really think about it, when you have God's love within you, yeah. you are able to see your spouse the way how God sees your spouse. Mm -hmm. And that is even in your way of communicating to your spouse. You're not going to talk to God any type of way yeah. in prayer. Yeah. You know, you're going to come in a way of reverence, you're going to honor God in a certain type of way in how you deal with him. Right. Yeah. So it's the same exact way on how you are communicating with your spouse and how you are dealing with them. So speaking in love is a way on how you communicate with your spouse. Now, another one that we mentioned before, and that is putting off any wrong speech. We need to understand that we have to communicate with them, with our spouse in a way of love. And how do we do that? That is, again, checking our hearts before we come to them, especially in those times of heavy communication where it's really going to deal with a lot of emotion and, um, and how we're feeling at that moment. Um, we really want to do a heart check first. So that is how you're able to put off any wrong speech. Yeah. So in closing, guys, you know, we really want to stress the importance of marriages and spouses fixing their communication or getting their communication to the highest level that it can be within their home um, so it does not hinder the, each other from fruitfulness, from joy, from love, from peace, from kindness, from all these things that needs to be displayed towards one another in order for our marriage to be happy. So we want to pray us out uh, in this episode, because I believe that communication has stifled a lot of mouths in a home. I think communication has stifled a lot of husbands uh, because they're nervous to speak to their spouse uh, because of outcomes that may happen after that. Um, I think a lot of wives um, have that uh, sense of, I saw this uh, growing up and I won't be a st statistic type of mentality where uh, they really don't allow the husbands to communicate a, an effective way from them because of some of the things that they saw or felt growing up. So I just want to pray uh, for spouses in general um, that communication will flow through your homes. Father, we thank you uh, yes, because you are God. We thank you that you are amazing. Father, we know that you are the author and finisher of our faith. Yes, sure, and so, Lord. God, we give you everything. Yes, Lord. We give you our lives, we give you our hearts, we yes, give we you our God. minds, we give you our mouths, we give you our tongues, Father, you. that you will control them. Holy Spirit, we ask 
that if there is any man or any woman yes, that Lord. deals with self-control, that deals with meekness, kindness, gentleness, that deals with the fruits of the Spirit, Father, I ask that you will speak to them right now yes, through the Holy Spirit. Allow yourselves to penetrate their hearts, to break up any walls of, of bondage, of trauma that may be there. We, Father, we ask that they be broken and come down now in the name of, Jesus. name of Jesus. God, I speak to every home that you will allow love to flow. Yes, you will allow peace to flow, God, in their home so they can communicate effectively. Father, use wisdom. Use, oh God, your word to come to them in this time of need and in this time of crisis. Devil, we counsel your plan. We counsel your attacks for you have been defeated and we declare it in the name of Jesus. We speak victory over every home. We speak victory over every husband. We speak victory over every wife, God. It shall be done according to your word in the name of Jesus. Every husband will love their wives like Christ loved the church. Every woman would be submissive to their husbands, O God, in the name of Jesus, for fruitfulness, O God, to come up out of their union. Father, we declare all these things be done out of reverence for you. We respect you. We will love you, God, that much that we want to follow your commands and your decrees. So, God, we thank you for marriages. We thank you for family. We thank you for those listening to this episode right now. And we count it joy, and it is done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, family, we thank you guys for listening. Again, this was a bonus episode of our rule number two of communication. We pray for you. Uh, prayerfully and thoughtfully that God will continue to expand your union. Take care.